Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? We're here back with the Vigor Life Podcast, and I have back on the show none other than my brother, uh, Martin Rooney, coaching greatness himself. Um, and we're getting we're, we're getting a, a quick one in because you know we can talk for forever. So, but we're getting a quick one in because we just had a coaching greatness event out here at Vigor uh, in Seattle, which was phenomenal. Over sixty coaches, um, highly, highly, highly recommended. If you you know look it up when the next one is going on, and sign up for it. Damn it! Actually, I believe that everyone should do coaching greatness once every two to three years, and just do that for the rest of your life. Because uh, Martin will probably live forever. So, um, <laughs> but but on a serious note, that that's how good it is. Um, and it's like if that doesn't fire you up, man, to be the best coach ever, you probably shouldn't be in this profession. Uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, it was phenomenal. But we also got to do some really really cool shit this weekend. Uh, let's start with that one. That was uh, we we got to you know every time Martin comes around, we're always doing some uh, some fun stuff. This weekend was. Uh, our pike pike place and salmon on a stick, which is kind of like our regular go to move and the crumpets and stuff. Uh, but then we did we did Rattlesnake Ridge hike, which was great. But last night we went with uh, Joel Jameson and flew around. Uh, man, that was that was really phenomenal. It was like we did um, flew over the White River and then flew into the sunset. This sounds uh, like very romantic right now. <laughs> <laughs> flew into the sunset of uh, Seattle downtown around the Space Needle over the buildings that was that was actually probably the greatest view that I've uh, ever got man uh, well hey for anybody that's listening Luke and I have had some amazing adventures i mean we have done, we have been through australia we have toured through europe down from slovenia into croatia right. we've been into canada all over the united states and uh man last night we were talking about it on the way back and i think this is pretty interesting too is that Hey, last night we were all coaches for each other. Mm -hmm. And since we're talking about coaching today, it's almost like a coach. A big job is to create this moment or this memory for somebody that they don't forget and they actually take a different action because of it. And we were talking mm -hmm. about this, that Luca and I have shared these really, really cool moments. And that's what I think uh, why we like hanging out together is there's just something always really cool that happens and is special because we're coaching each other up. And last night, as he said, we were flying out towards... Uh, Mount Rainier, and I've been in a helicopter multiple times before, but Joel was so smooth, and this helicopter was so tiny, it was, I didn't get nervous, I got more relaxed, and man, and then we're, we were just low-level flying over this White River, but then just carving around the city, it was something we won't forget, but we were all offered a different perspective, and it was because of everybody else helping each other out, which that's what coaching is about. Man, and that's, it's funny because nobody, like, people don't think about that as much, right? Like, even friends getting together, like being able to coach each other up. But but that's why, you know, we, we talked about what's the most important job in the world is like being a yeah, coach. Yeah, being right? a coach to somebody. And, and and that's actually what I wanted to bring up, uh, you know, today when we talk is just the, man, like what, the focus of the craftsmanship and the art and the mastery of coaching and how I believe, you know, it's, it's really kind of still shifted to the side too much. What I mean by that is, you know, uh, we obviously coach a lot of people with with gyms, and that's part of what we do. And seeing that whole the focus on everything else, uh, it kind of drops off. Which we, you know, it's important. Sales is very important. Marketing is very important. Like crucial when it comes to business. Um, but because people put, you know, whatever you don't focus on, whatever you focus on grows. But if you don't, it's going to digress, right? And so, in this scenario, I think a lot of people kind of just jump over that and go like, ah, well, I'm good enough here. It's all good. Let's, let's just. 
you know, give me the stuff that's going to bring people in, bring me the stuff that's going to, uh, you know, make me a ton of money. And the reality is, I believe that that's really actually the thing that's going to be the foundation to make you the money. But also, I mean, it's the most important thing because that's what helps people change. And you said it earlier, you said, you know, that a coach creates a moment that makes somebody do something different than they were going to and takes them down to the path of what they want yeah. versus, you know, what they don't want. And, and that's the job of a coach. And and uh, it, well, here's how I would even describe it as you were mentioning it, because if it's where fitness people were talking to, but it could be anybody, if you're a parent, if you're a boss, if you're Absolutely. a coworker, I just don't think people had the epiphany that I had a long time ago where I started to realize, holy cow, how I've produced my body of work was because I was able to coach somebody else to get them to do the stuff. And how I always say it is that they know they should be doing anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and so therefore, it's almost like coach is at the top, but instead, People think of themselves as trainers, like, hey, let me learn some new exercises, or I gotta know more about nutrition. And then it might, if they're smart enough, they might dive a little into marketing or sales. But here's the thing, you can't sell somebody if you can't coach them through the sale. You can't market to somebody if you can't coach them in the direction that you want them to go. It's, it's almost as if the coaching piece is the most important, but as you described it too, and we always talk about, but I didn't have any education in that. There was not really, uh, I, I didn't get schooled in that. I don't really have any great books on that. There'll be books from coaches about maybe some games they coached or something, but it's been something very difficult for me over the last 20 years to piece together. And the more I see it and the value of it now with Training for Warriors, with these thousands of people writing in of how their lives are changing, I see like the coach is the most important job in the world. Like if, if the world had way better coaches, we would have less problems. There would be more successful people. And as I quoted, you know, during the course, uh, from Emerson, uh, every person wants someone in their life that will inspire them to be what they know they could be. Mm -hmm. And really that means, man, we all want a coach and we're dying for it, but there are so few of them or people just don't realize their job. We don't do a good job at it. And that is why I'm doing this course. That's why it had such an effect on everybody. And I hope it continues to create a movement until someday it's like, hey, man, yeah, I got to learn marketing or sales or whatever else, but holy cow, am I working on my skills as a coach? So two things like that you brought up. Number one, I think the tagline for, you know, coach gets people to do what they know that they should do. Yeah, that's powerful, right? And that was, oh. a, and that was, by the way, a breakthrough. Because remember, I called you out there, yeah, the thing, and said, I was like, "Luke, I'm having a breakthrough right now." Put it now. down. Put it down. Yeah, I was like, write this thing down. Where it was just, holy cow, we see these people spend their lives learning about nutrition, and it's like, wait a minute, I can grab anybody off the street. They knew, they know fast food's not good for them. They know when they're eating too much. They know when they're eating something that you know they're probably even allergic to. Like it, it like, do we need more science or to like? But wait, can can you get anybody to do it? Yeah. Right. And yeah. that was. That was where I had the breakthrough. It was like, holy cow, wait a minute. Everybody knows exercise is important. Everybody knows they should be in the gym a handful of days a week. Everybody knows eight hours of sleep, but but can you get somebody to do that? See, yep. that's the, that was the, this is the gap I'm trying to close because it doesn't matter if you know eight hours of sleep is important if you don't do it and you can't get anybody else to do it. Yep. Like then you're not a coach for somebody else and you're not a coach for yourself. Because that's the, I think that's the sedation technique sometimes, right? Like, well, what's the other thing? What's the, what, what's the other thing you were talking about? Whoa, 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 hold up. Like, how about sleeping more? Yeah, how yeah. about getting, you know, getting your four workouts in a week, right? It's like getting that stuff done. And that's what, so for me, that was like, I, I wouldn't even just say the epiphany of like, you know, getting people to do what they already know they should do. Because I've talked a lot about that on 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 a podcast, as far as like you know, actually doing less. Because most people take on humongous things yeah. 
Or they, they get them. too detailed and they major yep. in really, really minor stuff. Exactly. Where, like we were talking about, like, man, if you can't get the eight hours of sleep, if you can't eat right, you can't get into the gym three or four days a week, like, man, where, where, what else are we talking about? You hey, know? back in the day, I, I remember this, this was a, man, a long time ago. I, I don't know if it was one of the uh, TFW level one certs or whatnot. You know, talked about this is like some foundational stuff about being a great coach, but it's just like you got yeah, self-management. Yeah. And self-awareness, self-management. Yeah, that was real old stuff. And client yeah. awareness, client yep. management. But that still comes up, right? Because what it really says is you have to be self-aware and be able to manage your own self before you go and try to help somebody else. I mean, well that's, well, that's the obvious stuff. Like, you know, and hey, you know, and I did preface during the course, like, hey, you don't have to be a world record holder in some lift or, sure. or you don't have to be the fastest guy in the world to be able to coach speed. Uh, hey, you, you don't have to have 10 PhDs or, or have uh, been on a, you know, on every diet on the planet. But the thing is, the more experience you have with anything, that is your value as a coach. So when people come to me, they're asking me how I did it, you know, and, and we use that example, man, would you go to a piano teacher that doesn't play piano? And, you know, would you go to a martial artist and they don't know the martial art? Well, wait, you're going to go to a fitness person that they don't eat right. They don't get enough sleep. And, and I'll be bold enough to say this one too, for anybody listening, if you are making people do workouts, you never did that you made up that are just a bunch of crazy numbers. Cause it sounds real cool. And you made a cool name man, you're not coaching, man, you yeah. know, and, and there will be this deep down subliminal thing where the person will be like, man, this person didn't do this and I know this and now I can't follow them, mm. you know? And remember that guys, that word coach, when you're wearing it on your shirt, they're following you. You're the model and you, and you are supposed to be helping to get them to do the stuff they know they should be doing. And one of the best ways to do that is through experience. For instance, hey, we went to Rattlesnake Ledge, right? Yep, yep. And uh, yesterday, I'll tell you what, Luca coached me up because, hey, we had a great conversation on it. We're hiking up this mountain. and But I didn't know how far it went. I, did, I And after about 30, 40 minutes and we're sweating and we're charging up this thing, doubt starts creeping in. I was thinking about this. Like mm -hmm. doubt started really creeping into my head and I was thinking about maybe stopping, but then there was Luca right in front of me and he's going. And I started to say, well, man, he knows he's done this before. He knows he's not going to lead me like an, or, or wreck me or hurt me. Like I, I got trust in him. And that you see how it was your experience that was coaching me through. You didn't even have to say, hey, come on, man, keep going, keep going. That experience that I know you'd been there then I was gonna follow you to keep making it. Now, when we stood up on the edge of this dangerous thing that no one else would get up on, maybe that wasn't the best thing to follow, <laughs> follow him for. Because <laughs> when I showed that picture of my family and my wife at home, she was like, that didn't seem too smart. But uh, but we did get a pretty epic photo. And, and that's most important. <laughs> but yeah, and that, and that by the way, it, you know, but, but ultimately, do you see that? Like that was that lesson again, mm -hmm. that you've been there, you did it. So like, I know, I, I trust you, I'm gonna follow you to do it. Hey, for anybody listening, you can ask people to eat a certain ways you don't do it. You can ask people to, you know, cut Netflix and 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 get eight hours of sleep and and you don't. You're gonna tell people to stop on the caffeine and you're coming in with an energy drink bigger than your arm, you know, like that's why I'm not telling anybody <laughs> to stop their caffeine, by the way. Yeah. As, you see that as, I knew as, that was gonna be a hard, as, hard subject right there. As I reach for my bank, <laughs> get me sponsored. No, Although I did help him out yesterday because Luca's like, hey man, you gotta have one of these. And I said, Well, what's in it? He's like, it's like 50 coffees or 10 coffees. And I read the thing, I'm like, dude, it's two coffees. <laughs> Like it's only two. <laughs> two really strong yeah. Turkish no, coffee. I, yeah, but then I felt better about it because I was worried. I was like, if it's like 10 coffees, holy cow, that's probably not that great. <laughs> but what we're getting at there is, hey, as the coach, as the parent, like it's, it's this interchangeable word, boss, parent, role model, leader, like you're a coach. You're a coach yeah. And man, and if and, and so there comes a responsibility with that. We talk about that during the course, like you live in the responsibility. And if you are, you're gonna, you're gonna help more people. If you're not, 
There's going to be a disconnect, which is going on in fitness today, where it's crazy workouts that the people don't do, that maybe the people are a little scared, they're not connected, and then we're then we're complaining why we can't get anybody to make a change. Mm. And uh, so, hey, you might not like hearing that. You might say, man, I don't want to hear that. You tell me that's that's not fair or like, I don't know, that's discrimination. Wait, I got to be fit to be a fitness coach or I got to get enough sleep and eat right? Yeah. Like, I'll be bold enough to say that. You, you want to be a great martial arts instructor, I think you should be a black belt in that martial art and live it. And, uh, man, then you should be a black belt in fitness and live that, too. And uh, I like that, being a black black belt in fitness and, and nutrition. I think that's I think that's great. I mean, and, you know, what What that comes down to is, like, the audio has to match the video. And th- I think I do think this is an issue, right? Because what if, you know, what if, uh, you know, Gene, Gene comes up, he's doing a 24-7, kind of following you around all day. And and it's like, well, this is your life, you know. Does it really? How how much does, yeah, does it, match it match of what you're telling and, people? And yesterday, because you know, uh, hey, Luca was co- coaching me up in social media. Hey, I, social media is always changing. So yesterday, uh, I was doing the story, story essentially yeah. <laughs> for the first time. Follow and, Martin yeah, on IG stories, by the way. Well, damn it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull off as many as we did yesterday. <laughs> holy cow! But uh, but yesterday, people would have got a real look into my life. And and if we go through that, holy cow! What, what like if we took everybody through it? We got up ate some good food. What did we do? We came, we went to the market. We yep. went, we went to the market. We toured the market. We're down in the bookstore. We're trying to grow ourselves, you know, just discussing books, thinking about books. Then we shot back here, quick workout, went better the, food. Then there was a car show. show. Yeah. Then there was a rent and car show. So we see this car show. And again, it was, it was, I, I'm not a car guy, but it was really inspiring. Yeah. And it took you back and you're seeing all these different vehicles. And, and I, and I was really just thinking of how, man, I wonder if Henry Ford really understood how he was going to affect the world with this idea. I was getting bigger ideas from that. Then all of a sudden we shoot out to rattlesnake ledge. Yeah. We do this climb, we do this hike, which was demanding it was tough then we come back we got more food now i'm eating uh you know uh, this is like the third time i've had salmon jerky uh, you know on this uh on this adventure then all of a sudden we're back and by the time we got back we go we drive right to a helicopter and do this like incredible awe-inspiring helicopter ride and then we went and had this amazing dinner after that with some of the greatest stories that could have been told which is going to be another podcast yeah that was phenomenal and that was the day and within there, though, there were different posts that I put up to our business division and, and the different stuff that was that, that were the things that I was inspired on. I took a bunch of notes on things that I'm going to have to continue to write for either the podcast or something else. And and what he's saying there, though, is if you've got to look in there, yeah, like I'm, I'm leading the responsibility that if somebody wanted to follow and figure out, hey, you want to figure out how to coach more people, build your business, challenge yourself, improve your own fitness, man, I was doing that. And, uh, and I will definitely say I'm no kid anymore either, but I've been doing it so long. Um, that's how it works. So you, you the audio, it, the audio yesterday matched the matched video. The video for sure. And 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 the thing is, I think that over time, when you talk about body work, and I've been around you a lot, right? And and this, I I'm I'm coming to a point here, right? Because I mean, shit, I remember when we were in Slovenia, uh, driving. I I think we we're driving to Croatia from no, I think it's from Croatia. And you're writing a blog post as, as <laughs> I'm back, driving, yeah. right? And so it was a just, good one too. Yeah, it was a great blog post, but it's just like you had an idea and you're like. You're like, dude, I gotta get this out right now. Here we are driving towards the mountains, and, and like you're writing a blog post. And, or we and, did, I, and I think there was one on the way there and back. And we spoke way. at the uh, the Slovenian Entrepreneurial Society. Remember, it was yeah, yeah, are you yeah, one yeah, of a million or one in a million? Yep, you know, yep. which uh, so I guess that's the thing too. And you'll learn about. I don't know if I guess you could spin it that a coach has to be this way too. Coach can't ever stop growing. Coach can't be the one that stops growing. Like that's the guy that's got to always be leading and pressing. And uh, where I think we get uh, so stimulated when we're together is uh, 
we I, we talked about it. remember it's like our brains are so hooked on we got to like my drug is a new idea my drug is a new synapse connection in my brain that I never thought a certain way before that takes me to a deeper or higher level that now I'm able to share that with more people and that's what a coach is mm -hmm. and, and that's what I was we were just downstairs wait till the new one that's coming out where it was all about perspective like that's yep. what I learned last night that holy cow you lift up see everything from a different angle a different lens a different perspective everything changes. And then boom, what we were doing, we were, and I'm like, Luca, what do you got an idea on this, this and that? And we threw a, bu a bunch of stuff and, and, and that's going to be used to coach other people up. But it was only because I have the, either that you could say the courage to get in that plane, but also the drive to continue to grow so I could grow somebody else. And man, that's the job of a coach. And too. see, and I think that's one of the, uh, the things that comes up from that. We talked about possibility. I think that's another thing that a coach does is like create and show somebody possibility. Like, hey, this is what's possible. Because if you take somebody from, from small thinking and you make them suspend this belief, right? And go like, hey, look, this is what's possible in your life. This is what's possible for your business and your body and so on and so forth, right? It's like the FedEx sign you talk about. If you yeah. got, I, mean, I hope you guys have you know, seen that there, in, in FedEx sign, there's, there's an arrow in there. Find it. But once you yeah. see it, you won't be able to unsee it. And there's a lot of things and in that, life and, like that. And that's what a coach does for you. Even a bigger one, remember we were saying is, you know what, the, the coach, I say sometimes, it's kind of cool, uh, a coach has to have like a crystal ball. You gotta be a little bit like a psychic and you have to see the future that the other person can't see for themselves. See, man, when people are coming to you, especially if we're just talking about fitness, and remember, we work with a lot of people in high-level businesses, a lot of other things too. People are really bad about seeing their future. They they only see what's happening right now. And a lot of times they only see the challenge or the problem, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, you gotta be there as the coach to be able to, to to close that gap for where they're trying to get to. It's the same thing. Like when I was pursuing my black belt in judo, uh, man, there was like, I was hitting plateaus. I was really stalling. And then you start to see how far away it is. And when people start telling you, yeah, that's going to be 10 years and you're in like year one and a half or two, that's, man, that's it tough. sees, it looks so far and you can't see that future, but the coaches were the ones that made that happen. And you know, what's interesting is when I started to see that someday that belt was, when I really started to see that it was gonna be around my waist, you know what happened? That's when I started really accelerating. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what also what a coach does for somebody is you have to get them to see so clearly that thing of where they are going that it, and like you said, the possibility of it, the future of it, that that's how you get them there. And that's where it's interesting where uh, my coaching greatness courses, hey, there's lots of layers to coaching. Like my coaching greatness courses are not about, hey, we're gonna focus on the difference between internal or external queuing. We are not focusing on, hey, how to run a practice or how to schedule people or organize things. My course goes on a level people aren't talking about like we just talked about, believing in someone else, seeing the future and the possibility in someone else. And although I can't see these as easy, easily as say an assessment when I put somebody up against a wall and, and examine their range of motion, but it's real. And, and if I were to say which one is more important and how I've produced the results that I've produced from gold medalists and, and world champs and hundreds of professional athletes all the way down to young kids and national champs, it was, it was the things that I talk about in that course. And, uh, and you saw it, it, like it wasn't just fitness people. It was, there were people from all yep. different kinds mm -hmm. of things and everybody left with what they had to get because everybody's a coach. And the thing is, once you get a snippet of this, right? Because, uh, man, I remember this, like probably this is a decade ago uh, where, where, where you said, and this was probably one of the perform betters where you were talking about stuff. And you said, hey, listen, you know, people always ask me when you, you, you had all those NFL guys that would have, you know, number one times in the, uh, in, in a combine and stuff and, and be like, 
Yeah, well, like, look, we did all, like, a lot of basic drills. There was no crazy oh, drill. Super basic. Or, a, you know, sit, but it's like, man, the number one thing that I did was help them believe that they're the fastest. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, you know, and I thought about that. And, like, I, I started a pro, and even for me in basketball, that's what's, you know, helped, right? It was like, no, 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 like, I'm, 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 I'm the greatest, right? Yeah. Like, Hey, but, Michael Jordan, every time he stepped on the court, don't think he stepped up there and he was afraid or, or didn't think he could do it. Or when Derek Jeter stepped to the plate, the guy's thinking he's going to get a hit. But the thing is, I bet they had coaches along the way oh. that helped them do it. And and what he's talking about there was true. Those NFL days, I might only get 20 guys. That was all I had. And I didn't get to choose them. But man, I had to make them the best. And 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 this was an interesting thing that we talked about in the course too. Another breakthrough I had. Before they could ever believe in me, those guys, like, hey, I had a body of work. I had yeah. done a lot of stuff. They should believe something that they're in the right place. Mm -hmm. But before they could believe in me, uh, I had to believe in them. You see what I mean? Because like somebody, that, that's this thing too, like a coach, everybody needs somebody that's believing in them. Like it's like the greatest gift, like that, like, wow, somebody believes I can do it. I'll say this, here's, here's a story I don't always tell too. I was a pretty lousy student when I was a kid and uh, and I was not doing well in school and it was bringing, it was bringing me down and I didn't like to be there. And, and, and as a result, then you're recognized that you're not a good student. So then you're just getting less treatment and you're in lower classes and everything was going wrong. And man, it was sixth grade. You know, so I, it, you know, this wasn't first grade or second grade. I went a long time not doing well. And uh, there was this teacher and, and, and it was the kind of the last marking period. And I got five A's and two B's. Now, I don't know how I did it, but that's what I got. Cause it wasn't like I was really striving for it. And this guy, he came up to me. He was, yeah, you could call him a teacher. A teacher is another word for coach too. And, uh, and he said, Hey Martin, like, did you, did you see this? You got like five A's and two B's. If you got two more A's, you would have got straight A's. And then he said the most important thing. He said, did you know you could do that? Did you know you could do that? And no, man, I didn't know I could do that. Like, no, that was like the farthest thing. Like, because I can remember getting C's and D's and, yeah, you know, just yeah. not doing good and everybody labeling me like I wasn't smart and going off to like special classes because I'm not reading good and all these things. And like this guy finally said, you could do that. And I'll tell you what, seventh grade, I never got a B again. Like, actually, I never got a B again the rest of my life. Like, till now, you know, right now this <laughs> podcast is an A+. plus, Right? Like, there's there's no Bs. Like, you know how I always say, like, I got no B game? Yeah. That's when that started. Mm -hmm. When I eradicated the Bs, but that didn't come from here, somebody gave that. Somebody, somebody showed Somebody you gave me that. Yeah. Somebody said, you could do that. Like, man, maybe that's, hey, that could. Yeah. Four <laughs> super powerful words. You better say to your kid or somebody you love or somebody you're coaching, you you can do it, no. right? Like, man, I don't know. Do we say that one enough? No, you know, and see, that's the, see, I was going to bring this up because I still see a lot of this, uh, way too much of this in the industry. Um, and it started, at least I noticed it. Maybe it started before that, but a couple of years ago where people were like, you know, I only work with committed people. I only work with committed clients. And I'm like, shit, yeah. then if that's the case, you're not going to be yeah, working they, with a lot of people. Well, like, not only that, the, but that means you're like, not a good coach. Like, yeah, I here, mean, I'll say, I'll get here, here, we, you know what we could do right now too? This could be another blog one. It's like signs you might not be a good coach. Uh, number one, yeah, you're only going to work with committed people. Uh, number two, you're only going to work with motivated people. Here's one, uh, uh, man, you're just going to have a workout that is nonstop for a full hour where you actually never have to speak to anybody. You're just going to fill the entire hour with just nonstop exercise. Right, because see what you're doing is you're removing those coaching, coaching opportunities. Aspect, yeah. You're removing uh, those moments. Uh, here would be another one. You had really, uh, you had a lot of bad coaches in your life, right? Because man, most people 
whether it's you probably parent like you parent, you probably spend money like you, you were taught when you were growing up. Hey, the coaches you had, you probably coach a lot like that. So if you're punishing people with exercise, yeah, not a good coach, right? Like, and man, I got a lot of that. You know, it was like, you show up, hey, run 10 laps, do something yeah, else, yeah. all these things. And uh, so a challenge during my course that we went over to is, hey, can you be the coach you wish you, you always wish you had? had yeah. You know, can you be that guy? Like, that's who I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to be the coaches I had because I had a lot of bad ones too. Because, it's, it, you know, it's crazy because though, like the people really need more. Think about this. The most uncommitted people need the coaches most, oh, well, right? But in, 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 And the reality is like in certain areas of our lives, I've, I've mentioned this before. Like for me, like fitness and nutrition is I'm, I'm very committed, but I need coaches in other areas to help me because I, I need to figure that stuff out now yeah. and, and we could go deeper into what commitment means and finding clarity and all those different things but the whole point is you have somebody that helps you see it believe it you know and then kind of show you the path towards yeah. and keep you accountable to well, it well, and and lucas said something really really important too here's another one we could we could take it even deeper you want to know when you're a sign of being a good coach where he talked about it that you're always uh looking for personal development and growing but that you actually have coaches too See, I want to get coached up. Like, I want to always get coached. And, and uh, you know, my line, you know, is like, man, I want to be the dumbest guy in the room. Yeah. You're like, if you noticed yesterday, yesterday when we were at dinner, helicopter, we didn't do as much talking because, you know, it was, we were, <laughs> it was but we actually did. Chopper. We actually did. But do you see how I was asking a lot of questions? I want to yeah. learn more stuff. I didn't want to do the talking. I wanted to get coached. And that, and that was just this open, free flow. But it was interesting. And hey, I'm, I'm, I'm calling some people out right now. Uh, at the course, hey, we had over 60 people there at the course mm -hmm. yesterday, which was a great, or, or two days ago, which was a great course. But uh, when I said, well, hey, how many people are sport coaches here? And man, oh, there was, the, yeah, there was one. like one person. And I'm like, man, there, there must be high schools here and junior highs here and youth programs here and all these things. And it's almost as if, like sometimes when people get the title, then they think they're done. You know, like, so here's what I would say. When you get called a coach, that doesn't mean you're done man or woman, you know, when I say man, I'm just talking to everybody. Like you're not done when you get that word coach. That's the beginning, right? Like I learned that one. You know, I just said, be a black belt coach. When I got my black belt, when my sensei gave me that, he said the biggest fear he has when he gives that, in particular to Americans, this was a Japanese guy. And he said, it's because they think it's over now. And in Japan, he said, that's just the beginning. Like mm -hmm. your black belt is the start. And uh, maybe we could, instead of the, the, metaphor of black belt, like just the word coach. And man, when you put coach on the back of your shirt, that doesn't mean you're done and now you know everything and now you're just going to deliver it. That means you got to, you got to learn more and harder than ever. Right. And, uh, and that's what you just like, that's what this guy does better than anybody like that, you know, or, and, and Hey, I try to aspire to that too. Like, it's just how much more can I read? How much more can I learn? So I have more stuff to offer as a coach, not man. Now I'm a coach. So I don't want to, you know, I don't need anything anymore, but it's scary because this course, if everybody's a coach, which I think hopefully you should start, or at least we put that seed in your mind that you're understanding that a little. If you can understand that everybody is a coach, well, then where are they all at? Because that course should be the most important one. Mm. And rarely for the people that I'm trying to reach the most are the ones that show up, which is, uh, it's kind of interesting, you know? It is. That, and, and, I noticed and that, that. And that's, you know, there, there's a lot of danger in that. Like, you know, I mean, we talk about humility, but, uh, you know, two weeks, was it two, three weeks ago? Uh, you know, I was, I was doing a, uh, another course that we had the, the steel mace cert, and you know, somebody said, "Oh, you're, you're doing this with us? You're, you're going to go through the, the cert?" Yeah, what are you talking about? I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> not yeah, only yeah, that, yeah, go yeah, it, I got to like, learn mean, it too." I mean, like, I'm doing the, the whole shebang, and it's just like, you know, I took 
I mean, now it's on, it was on my phone, so I don't know in how many pages, but I got a shit ton of notes from Saturday, right? <laughs> Same thing. Somebody goes like, geez, like, you took all these notes? I'm like, dude, that was, you know. And he's like, haven't you been through it? Like, dude, I've, I've seen Martin talk 70 yeah, times. Yeah, he's probably I mean, done like, more of my stuff than I mean, almost anybody. And, and, it's, and it's like I'm, I constantly am picking stuff up. And sometimes it's things I've heard that I'm like, oh, man, you know what? That's, I need to be, you know, I need to be doing more of that. Sometimes it's the next level. Yeah. Right, I'm like, hey, I've done this, but man, like he just says something, well, and, and, that's, and that's what and that's what the oof, course was too. Remember, I right? told you it was it always changes because I'm always changing. So mm-hmm. what the course was a year ago is not what it is now because I'm in a different spot where I'm delivering it from. And you know, and remember we did that whole shape thing. Like, man, we there was some really cool stuff that I'm working on too. I got, I just wish I, I just wish I, you know, if anybody's listening, you're an incredible. Uh, writer and you want to you want to help me out and be an intern or something let me know because holy cow i got too many ideas now and just things that we need to get out there that it's really difficult uh to do that all yourself but like there were some there were some big ideas uh yeah that, we need we need, that, a, we need a video crew yeah yeah that's that's what we follow need. the whole thing around you want to you know what your life what based on what you said you know i said look if somebody ever tells you like man you've changed i'm like shit good yeah, i hope so man you're i'm like a different person you know next week or next month from what i was today i mean that's what i strive for right to get better well um, and that's that growth and, stuff that again this is the stuff i don't think people talk about i think people when they say they call themselves a coach that means they're supposed to know exercises and tell people what to do whereas nobody says hey when you accept the the role as a coach your job now is to ceaselessly grow and develop yourself so you know the stuff so you can help somebody else do it too and kind of that's the job man you know, the job is not like, you know, the stuff and make people do stuff. It's you have to continue to grow and evolve. And and that's in everything because mm-hmm. fitness has changed. And I wanted to get this out too. And because uh, I got to catch a flight today too. We're always, put, we're always pushing the limits here. But uh, we talked about motivation a little bit too. Remember we said, hey, the sign of a good coach or a bad coach. And was like, hey, I only want to work with committed people. And you know what? Um, I did only work with committed people. You want to work with, you work with UFC stars, you work with NFL people, they're committed, man. And they're motivated. Actually, you don't have to do much at all. Like actually, so that was probably sometimes the least coaching I ever did because when people are so motivated, for instance, I make the joke, like I could have took my sneaker, put it in a blender and chopped it up and said, eat this to those people. And they would do it with a smile on their face. Right, I, I, well, we had people that they had to gain weight to be a certain weight to get into the league to maybe make it, and then they'd be waking up every two hours at night and having shakes and just the stuff that they would do, the hoops the people would jump through to make that stuff happen because they were so motivated. I wasn't coaching; I was like a guide on the tour. So what I'm throwing out there is, you want the bigger challenges, you need to coach the unmotivated because, and those are the people that need your help. A UFC guy that can walk into any room and beat up anybody in there, that cat feels real good, man. Like that cat doesn't, you know, he's he's pumped up about himself. But the world is so filled with people that are just looking for help and are so down and uh, no one's getting excited about that role as a coach. And man, as you bring that up, as far, it, so in the, just in the last three weeks, a couple of conversations I've had with my coaches, you know, and and I encourage this strongly for anybody that, that is a coach listening, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get this. I don't know if this is a good fit for me, right? This client. And, and I asked, why? And it's like, wow, well, because I'm like, great, take them. Why? Because here's the thing. Like, you're, you want to actually get as much variability in with the people you work with, right? I mean, everything from situations of whether somebody's trying to lose weight or maybe I have an a injury they're coming back from and a PT recommend, whatever it may be, right? Like, 
How do you get better if you don't actually work on yeah. that stuff? No, you can't get better. There's it, no way. It, it'll be the challenges and the new stuff. Like I never improved, even when, say, when I was helping running businesses and there were the, some of the stuff that you don't like doing. Because by the way, too, you're going to, in your job, and your career, you're going to have a lot of stuff you don't like doing. Yeah. But it was the stuff that I sometimes enjoyed the least, which was the stuff that made me the most, you know? Mm -hmm. And whether that was from sales or marketing or handling people and interview process, those were the ones you had to win over, right? And those become, those challenges become your greatest victories. Like I said, the guy that's already the fastest guy and you just keep him there, you didn't do that much. Mm. But the guy that everybody said had no shot, and man, you made things happen and you changed that person's life. And 10 years later, they're still calling you up and thanking you for it. Man, that one's more valuable, right? Absolutely. And, and, uh, and, and, but, and that's just from a, a sports thing. Well, how about that man or woman that loses 100 pounds and like you saved them? And now, and then their kids are calling you up saying, thank you, you saved my dad's life or my mom's life or whatever. Like, man, but that was the toughest one. That's the one no one wants to work yeah, with, yeah. right? But it, it's so, so that might be another sign. Like he just said, if it's something that seems like a big challenge and man, you don't want to do it, that's probably your biggest opportunity staring you right in the face. And either you're afraid or you don't have the skills, but man, then you need to develop those skills because if you become that person, I promise that, you, that's, after that's the hard the work, that's where you're That's be great. the kicker, man, because it's, develop, it's developing the skills, right? To me, automatically, that's a sedation technique. Well, I want to work with these guys because you feel more comfortable because- And then you, you don't have, have to do anything. Yeah, you stay in yeah. your zone. How do you get better? There's you don't no, absolutely no way to do it. Whereas- I mean, Richard Branson will always say, right? Like I said, yes, then I figured it out. And then you go and hustle. Man, and I did that stuff so many times from, I mean, I remember one time, like uh, oh, this was a long time ago when I uh, took on a figure competitor. I've never trained one before. But I said, listen, look, like I know the science of this stuff. I'm going to study it. I even said it like, it's not what I specialize in, but I'll, I'll help you out. And, you know, I ended up going, like literally going home, studying for hours and hours and hours for six days, came back with a plan. You know, she was like, geez. And, you know, we got an incredible result in 11 weeks. And then I started getting more of those people. But well, and, and not it, only that, but watch this. So she had an incredible result. And, you know, the, you know the answer to this one. But who was the real winner? They were. You well, were. Well, I mean, at the, yeah, they, yeah, they, they were. were they they're were the winner exactly. at the thing. But, but you're but, the. But, but, the and so you this win. is what I yes. get, try to get people excited about. The coach is the real winner. You're the one that learned all this stuff. You're the one that grew. You got all this great stuff but because you, you went through the pain. But you're the real winner. And this is what I say all the time. Like, because maybe some people didn't like to hear it that it's like, oh, man, now I got to know more stuff. I got to learn all these things. I got to work so hard. Yeah, but you're the winner. You're the one that gets all that. And then you just get to deliver it. And, uh, I don't know that that a lot of times whenever I'm feeling like man cuz you know we're always pushing and always just digging in deeper into this stuff but I'm the real winner there. See the person that maybe reads my blog or comes to the event might say they're the winner when they left. No no no. I'm the one that won because I had to find figure it out first. And, so and at, at dinner last night we were talking about this. Right? I said, "Hey, look, you know what we're going to start doing? We're going to like put this pitch together and even if we we pitch something that's yeah, two hundred. Still times, get better at it, yeah. We'd get really good at the pitch and getting clear and on gonna, what we're doing. And then you're gonna find doing. that one person, exactly, right? But, and that's you know what I don't know. There's probably a a description for that, but it's you know whether you want to call it uh, delayed gratification, whether you want you know there's a lot of you know different ways you can spin it, but it's just this kind of thing that you've got to. Coach has to do the work first, and if anything else, hey, we're we're identifying simple principles that are mm -hmm. all true, and it's mm -hmm. like you're gonna have to do the hard stuff. But when you do, at the end of the day, remember I said, when we did the hike, one of the lessons I got last night, when, you know, when we had gone to the hike, and another thing I'm going to write about was I kept 
some internal talking. Remember we said talking versus listening. Mm -hmm. Could have been listening to my heavy breathing, could have been listening to my heart jumping out of my chest, or I could have been talking. And I was talking and I said, you got this, you've done the stuff harder than this, and it, it's gonna be worth it when you get to the top. The work will be worth it. I was coaching myself up, which by the way, you gotta, people have to be better at that too. Yeah. Like, man, I'm my own best coach. Like I don't coach myself down, I coach myself up. And then when we got up there, because it was tough and I didn't know, I, I you know you had not described the view. I didn't know where we were going or anything. And when we got up there, it was like, holy cow, that's all it took to get there? Yep. Man, I would have I would have walked for three more hours to get this. And that work or that example of work is the same stuff that people are doing every day. I know it's not easy to read books all the time, right? Or it might be painful at first, but man, it's gonna be worth it when you get that information. I know it's like, man, either it, whether it's building a business or spending time with that person that's really hard to win over or save, that's like, it could be feel like torture at the time, just like the exercise on the hill. Mm -hmm. But man, when you save that person and that becomes your greatest victory, uh, man, it's gonna be worth it. And you know, remember we were talking about that on the way back, like, yep. hey guys, your greatest victories, I'll make you a little promise because we only got, I know, a few minutes left. And holy cow, did we drop some knowledge bombs. If this is not one of your most favorite podcasts ever, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> or I got to meet his other guests. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I had a Yugoslavian judo coach. He was an Olympic medalist. The guy was a monster. He's not with us anymore. And uh, man, we would be in the dojo and we'd be crushing ourselves. And then he would put us through another round of Randori and another round of Randori. And he would be pushing us because he came from the, that old Eastern Bloc. Oh, yeah mentality. I mean, this guy was hard, hard as nails, but he was great too. And he taught me so many lessons, but one of them that always stuck in my head, cause he would just, he would keep saying it would ring out when he would say it. And, uh, we'd be working so hard and that's when he could feel it, how tired we were. And he would say, I'm going to make everybody a promise in here on your day of victory. You won't be tired. Right. He would keep mm -hmm. saying that man on your day of victory, you won't be tired. And that one was ringing in my head when I was walking that hill a little bit yesterday where uh, it was kind of like, when I get up there, I, I'm, I'm not, and, and you know, when we got up there, I wasn't tired anymore. Nope. You know what I mean? No, I was, it just, man, it, when it, I got up there, it was gone. It, 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 was, it was gone. There was you no know, more and, pain. There was, oh, this is hard. There was no more doubt. There was no more this negative self-talk. It was all of a sudden like, boom, I'm here. And that's how it's been every time I've written a book or, you know, given the course the other day, like yeah. guys, when you start off that course and you know you got 10 hours ahead and you got to put on a show in front of all these people, you're looking at all that pain ahead and it's like, man, I don't know, can I do it? Can I do that work? But man, when it finished and you get that applause and everybody's so pumped up, man, you're not tired, right? You're, you're on fire. So if anything, I can convince you today, your job as a coach and you are one is super, super important. You got to continue to develop yourself. And when you're doing that work, I'm making you this promise on that day, whatever your victory is, whatever it was you wanted and you got it, whether it was this money or a car or house or you helped somebody or whatever it was, man, you won't be tired when, when the great stuff happens, you'll be pumped up. And, uh, and if you know that now, then you got to do, or that, you know, that's going to happen then you got to do the stuff now. And that is what people don't do. And that's why I am coaching you up right now to do it. <laughs> and the and the thing is those principles, right? Because what I started understanding, like what you know, what you're saying, when you start framing your life and your challenges in that way, man, like that's when you start winning because yeah. you, you you understand that the, the challenge, the pain, the the resistance, the obstacle actually is there because you know you're on the right path. Like, hey, listen, this is like you're 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 gonna get something out of this, right? On I always always say I, lo I love the analogy of the video game, right? You're you just hit you hit boss level, you got to fight the boss right now, man. When you when you beat the boss, 
next level, you get supercharged guns or another life, or a little hard <laughs> yeah. fucking, what, you know, whatever little, it is. You're, you're more pumped up, yeah, feel yeah, a little better. Exactly. You know, and, and, and to me, it's like, I started looking at that and, and you know what? Hopefully Luke is not playing a lot of video games though. I'm going to have to coach I'm him not, up on that. My, the, the video I'm playing is life. My, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, the like, best no, video on the, game vid, on the video, uh, or on the, one of the videos we shot last night from the helicopter, I said, this is like a video game, man. man like we're is. flying in downtown Seattle, like yeah, in the street crazy. racing cars. And I was like, this is better than a video game. And it, you know, I, like I've, I mentioned this before, I think, but as you know, to me, it's like, man, life is like a game and you're, your purpose in life is to be the best damn player that you can be, you know? And, and to do that, guess what? You got like, I was always saying, Hey, if I gave you a, a remote control, like for the game, like, I don't know, Nintendo or Xbox or something. And I was like, look, play this game. And all you got to do is you got to press the controller forward and you get through the game and you win. And you'd be like, that's the shittiest game. Yeah, I've I ever don't want to play. play like I, I want challenges. I want, I want to, you know, fight the villains and do all this and stuff, you know, and then you, you die and then you go, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm yeah, this life one we're talking about yeah, though. You want to minus you, the dying. You don't want, you don't want to die. <laughs> but let's equivalent the dying to you fail. Yeah, you failed. And learn a lesson. You took right? a step back. <laughs> <laughs> or your but energy level came down, came a, down little. a little. Yeah, bit, but yeah. you built it back up. You, you got hit, but you got to recharge. But you know, but that, <laughs> but the, the but to me that really was kind of like this whole you know like man there there is no way to get to the next level without that. Like yeah. there there literally that, is. and that's what it's there yeah. for. And you know, and hey, we're we're saying the same stuff that's been said forever it's just hey everybody needs to hear it wrapped in a different package and the package today is coaching yep. and, and 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 maybe that might be the big breakthrough everybody had was holy cow i saw my job as a coach was to tell people to do stuff now i see it as i have to push myself to do more so i can then tell the people how i did that stuff and get them there mm -hmm. you know which i think we forgot that part you that, know that, and, that's a big point and i, I want to kind of come back to this one thing that martin mentioned real quick we were just talking about it. actually got out of out, out of one of the books but it was like don't listen to yourself, listen to yourself more uh, less and then talk to yourself more. And what that means is when you listen to yourself, it's usually the editor in your head. Oh, you can't do this. You're not made for this. You're, you're too this, you're too that. Well, like your family. I feel the pain. Yes. It's like too hard. All the, like you get drowned in those negative thoughts that, you know, it's, it's proven that most people like that's what churns in their head. And so you're listening to yourself. So listen to yourself less, but talk to yourself more. Coach yourself up yeah. more, I'd say, yeah. right? It's, it's say, you know, what positive things. You got this. You can do this. Everybody else has done this. One of the things I saw, what kept me going on that ledge yesterday was I was looking at not only following Luca up because I knew he'd been there, and I'm going to be writing a thing about this, but it was also there were people coming down. And some of the people coming down didn't look too damn fit. And because of that, I said, well, if they made it up there. <laughs> I remember we, we, that, we saw the one dude. The one dude was oh like, man, there must have been, there must have, like, I, this dude we saw was like Mr. Miyagi's dad. For real. I didn't know. <laughs> like, this guy like had that. a cane. He was wearing pants and like a pair of dress shoes. He had to be 80. And I mean, he was moving slow, but he was, we we crossed him at about three-quarter way mark. Yeah. And I remember, he yeah, made yeah, it because yeah, when made, we were yeah. leaving, he came up. And, and that was an inspiration because I was like, if this dude's doing it, like, I'm not turning around right now. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, if there's anything that you want, little coaching moment here too, if there's stuff that you want and you know other people have done it, then why can't you do it? You can do it too. You just have to do the stuff they did. And and if that's taking on challenges and suffering through some pain, you know, you got to be open to do that because like maybe the big conclusion to the whole thing is because if you don't, then how are you going to show somebody else how to do it, mm. right? Because that's what you got to do next. And And with that... Yeah, because oh, we got we got we got we got, we got four minutes. Got the <laughs> He's always pressing of, me. He's always you know pressing I mean? me. I got I, I got to challenge this guy. But but you know, with that said, like you, you said, you know, 
that if somebody's done it. And to me, that was like one of the biggest epiphanies just in life. Why books were so powerful to me was because I would read somebody's story or, you know, if they did, they were an expert for 20 years in that. And then they'd share that with you and you go like, oh shit, like this guy did it. I can do it. Or like, here's the blueprint. Here's yeah. the, you know, here, here's how they overcame a struggle, which I, this is what I love reading specifically is people that had a problem and a struggle and then how they overcome it, right? Because it literally goes like, man, like I can do this too. They did it, you know, and may, and, and a lot of people like, look, no matter how tough situation, I mean, I've had a lot, a lot of pretty, I would say tough, uh, challenging situations in my life, but there's a lot of people that have had a lot worse, wow. right? And and when you read the people that have had it worse, that overcame it, and then how they did it, man, that, that well, stuff to me is just fuel you hey, mean, guys, all day. I, I handed a book to somebody when we were at that bookstore, Man's Search for Meaning, Victor Frankl. You want to see if you've got it bad right now or not? Read, yeah. that, read that book like the 10 million other people that have. And ultimately, again, what you're saying there, uh, this is an interesting way that I've always seen it as a coach right now. This is interesting. People pay for coaching, mm -hmm. but that's not expensive. That's an inexpensive lesson. So see, if I pay Luca and he's say uh, way better level in nutrition than I am and I pay him to teach me, that's inexpensive. See, he paid the expensive lesson by having to learn it. Mm. So what types of lessons do you want in your life? You want inexpensive lessons. You don't wanna make the humongous mistakes. You don't wanna fail and do all these things wrong. So what do you do? You hire the people or you get around the people or you read about the people that have done it and it's inexpensive. Guys, a book, if you can't spend 10 or 15 or 20 bucks on a book, then you uh, you, uh, you are confused about what a, what a value is of a lesson. That's what I always tell myself. I say, man, is there 10 bucks of value in this book? And it's like, Hell yeah, I mean, but yeah, but that's way the, more than that's that, the thing, you know? though, right? I mean, think about like that. Like Victor Frankl's got a zillion dollars, uh, you know, <laughs> of, of of what is in that book because you will never suffer like the person did, and and yet you can learn from that. Or I just gave that that lost city of Z to Matt because mm -hmm. he's such a traveler, and it's like yeah. this dude Percy Fawcett. Learn about him. You want to hear about a freaking travel hero like this dude? There's there's some humongous lessons in there if you can dig deep enough for it that are worth more than uh, three bucks because that's what that book is because they you know they've sold them all over the place you yeah know, so and, and that man that's that's a nutcase type of thing right because you still like you know you know what I hate this is and this is just a little pet peeve of mine right this is a little pet peeve of mine uh, and it's, people are like man can I borrow that book from you <laughs> no I fucking will not lend books but I'll buy them for people yeah, give it I'm to like someone. I'll just buy it for you but like no but can I just borrow and I'm like no dude because most, like <laughs> people don't know because it's because it's mine it's no I, seriously yeah. it, like, people because back in the day like you know somebody wouldn't bring the book back and i'd be so pissed off and they're like dude it's just a 15 dollars book like no man like it's, yeah, it's more, more than, than that. that i read that and i got stuff out it's of like, it mine, it's like it's, they're like my trophies yeah, yeah. yeah like but you know me what do we do what do we do at our summits oh, and everything man i give out hundreds give out books. of books like man i just bring out books who who's and just say the topics what it is because anytime it's getting harder now as we've read a lot of books between us that now I'm, sometimes it's harder to find the book I'm looking for, but I always find the book that I loved. So what I do is I buy that and I give that to somebody mm -hmm. else. And, and uh, hey, and, what a great way to coach somebody And just else. to, like, one of the first things that we do almost, I mean, we do it every single time. Yeah, but, but we oh, go but, right to the bookstore. Man, we go downtown, we go get some salmon and stick and some crumpets, and we go to a used bookstore and we're looking at books and, like, getting books. Like, that's, you know, we're always like, what did you read? Yeah, what did you get out of it? Which takes us full circle to the to the coach has to always be growing and that's kind of our job. Like if I can't continue to learn and grow, then then I don't have anything else to share with anybody else. Just like on this podcast today, we shared a bunch of lessons that we got in the last two days. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, and and because our brains were open for it, because we understand who we are as coaches, we're very receptive 
to the growth and we took in new stuff that now I've got new ideas that I can share. Because uh, what I would say is beware the day that I don't do any of that stuff because then I got nothing else for you. Yep. And the thing is, if you're, you know, to, to, to end on this note, because because we're running out of time right now. <laughs> Ran out of time, but he's still pushing it. But, but you know, we're going to overtime right now. Uh, <laughs> is share, like, the you know, to learn, to teach is to learn. And, you know, what Martin does a ton of, and, and I'm, like, learned a lot of that from him is, like, why we're always putting stuff out, whether it's videos or Instagram or blogs or, I mean, all of that stuff is because when we learn things, if you share them, one, like it's a, it's you're gonna learn it deeper, right? It's gonna stick with you. But then, man, this is this is how you get stuff out in front. So if you're if you're a business owner, like man, and you're learning these things, like share them with the world, right? I mean that that's how you do it. But in, but first, instead of here's here's the other part of this is, you know, you learn something, don't just go on Instagram and share it. Like hey, if you're coaching clients, that's where it should be going first. Yeah, that skin to skin, yeah, that face who, to yeah, face. Remember who you're. Um, you have the biggest effect. A, in the ab- absolutely. Um, and not to say, you know, social media is bad or anything, because I love it. It's great. It's just, you know, it's another megaphone for communication. But I, I see that a lot that like people spend more attention on things like that versus the people that are the most important, which are their clients, their team, you know, their their business, whatever, you know, even if, if you're training out of somewhere that and you don't have your own place, like that's the most important part. And then then once you have that down and you're great at that, share those lessons, you know, somewhere else like on social media. And on that point, we got to end and God damn it, because Ooh. I always want to go for a long, for longer. Hey, well, the, uh, the, and there'll be another trip because I got to get back here. We got more things to helicopter. This too, is, we this found is out. very true. But um, with that said, hey, guys, listen, check out. I mean, uh, honestly, like uh, anything that Martin's put out from the certifications. But because Coaching Greatness was this weekend, I'll, pu- I'll put a link in the notes for this. Um, you know, so for the next one coming up, uh, there's also an online course, which is phenomenal. Uh, I mean, pretty much. You know, to uh, coaching greatness is a foundation for the Vigor team. Period. Like they have to go through it. Um, and and once again, what I would remind you is this: just like the most powerful books, you should reread them every year, every two years. Uh, you know, this weekend was just a reminder that, like, man, I got to do this every year, every two years. Uh, like, have to do it because it's just like the fundamentals. Like, you have to keep becoming a master at it. And man, this is foundational stuff that every single person and every coach should do. So definitely check that out. And obviously check out all the books that Martin's wrote. Uh, catch him at one of the next Perform Betters, man. Like, and, and, you know, I can't say enough great things about him. He's been a huge mentor and a huge, I would say, inspiration in my life. Um, with that said, we'll have, you know, we'll have you back because we got, we got more adventures so. to yeah. do. If, if you like this one, tell him about it. So, you know, most popular one he ever did. <laughs> Give it five Coaching stars. you back up. Yeah, and it's like, put it in the reviews <laughs> and like make a point of it. Like, All right. With that said, hey, Coach Lucas out. Martin's out. We'll see you again next time on Bigger Life Podcast. Peace.